This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. As far as you know. So Minneapolis firefighters were called to drag a lost man. When I first read it, I thought to were called to. And somehow I got dragged out of that and thought of man and it was all the anyway. Take two. Seattle's firefighters were called to drag a lost man out of the Mississippi River. Well, they could have been called to the drag races, which is a different thing entirely. It was February 8th, and according to emergency responders, the man was just trying to walk home in the early morning hours and began following Google Maps walking directions. Two things. <laughs> Do you think alcohol was involved? And the second is how much? I mean, there. if you can't walk your way home anyway... <clears throat> Minneapolis at least makes some sense. No, they don't ever. It's on a grid. Minneapolis never made sense. <laughs> Says the kid from St. Cloud. That's, uh, yeah? Prove me wrong. <laughs> Lost in translation. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologize. Continue on. I'm wrapped. At some point, a man who were going to go out on a limb thinking he might have been drunk and or otherwise impaired. Yeah. Walked out onto the frozen Mississippi, likely, says the story, misunderstanding directions to cross on the Stone Arch Bridge near the downtown. <laughs> he just, you know, so take a left here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here I go. As a result, the unidentified man walked to the ice, fell through the ice, got stuck in the river. The emergency workers treated him for a mild hyperthemia, hyper, hypo, he was cold. <laughs> they warmed him up. He's an idiot. Well covered. Now you can go with your big story, Mr. Bossy. Ready to do my story right now. Listen up, Mr. Poopy Pants. No. Lost in translation. <laughs> I know you're not. Um, these are signs, often um, signs, in, well, like, like anywhere. Road signs. Your Oh. No, no, like road signs or signs in airports that have been translated to English from a language typically that isn't in the Indo-European language set. So you get these wonderful, wonderful translations. Above a trash can. Poisonous and evil rubbish. I like it. A, a don't kill. Yep. A don't walk on the grass sign. I like your smile, but unlike your shoes on my face. Harder to, to interpret. Go ahead. No smoking sign. No smonking. So close. No smoking sign. No smorking. No smonking, no smorking. What can you do around here? No smoking sign. <laughs> oh, no. Beat the moose. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. <laughs> Crap. I can't beat the moose, smork or smonk. What am I going to do? I just here, light up a, a cigarette. cigarette. <laughs> Is it a blow up moose? A judge in the United States. if it's a blow up smork. A <laughs> judge. <laughs> nanu, nanu. <laughs> Let the reader understand. A judge in the United Kingdom has sentenced the man to six months in jail after he refused to turn down the volume on his stereo. As well he should. And it was not, though, what you're thinking, right? Young guy got the rock and roll blaring, or the mm -hmm. young guy got the mm -hmm. rap type hip hop y stuff going. Yep. He's an elderly guy playing classical music. Oh, boy. That. Ian. I... Hey, hmm. 
He's going to rock to Bach, let him alone. Ian Trainer's neighbors had complained to police about his classical music habits for several years. Trainer said his partial deafness requires him to play his stereo loudly, but a judge placed a restraining order on the 82-year-old Aintree resident that requires him to keep the volume at 65 decibels or below. You guessed it. Neighbors again had to call the police because the retiree was once again violating his court order a month later. The court has now sentenced, ready, 82-year-old man, 24 weeks in jail for playing his stereo too loud. Oh, I'd fix those neighbors' wagons good. When I got out, I would, I'd blow them up with the 1812 overture. Those I cannons play, should scare the crap out of them. I would play nothing but Wagner. <laughs> Take why that. Does, why doesn't the court just tell them you have to listen in headphones from now on? Oh, see, that would have made way too... Did they have headphones a year and a half ago? Yes. Well, I don't know what they were... They must have been new. <laughs> Maybe they didn't know about them yet. <laughs> well, it is England. They are sort of backward. Actually, they're a little anal. Please, Scott is very sorry that he's Scottish. <laughs> I'm very proud to be Scottish. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. And we're back to England. Police blotter. Officers responded to a report of a suspicious vehicle driving up and down the street. Caller said the vehicle was stopping in front of people's homes. Officers conducting an investigation discovered the driver was delivering packages for Amazon. <clears throat> a resident of the a bastard. <laughs> well, I love that 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 the mailman got reported last time I saw this. Yeah. And now yeah. it's the Amazon guy. Now it's the Amazon. Uh oh. UPS is up next, aren't they? Somebody's grandkid is screwed here pretty quick. <laughs> a resident in the 1000 block of 10th Avenue reported someone had broken into their apartment and left behind two boxes of cereal. The horror. The horror. Was it Captain Crunch? Authorities found no signs of forced entry or a crime. There's no word on whether the cereal was the occupant's brand. <laughs> Just tries it, was, to be. it was Captain Crunch. <laughs> a resident of Noble Avenue reported her oven was not working properly. She was trying to preheat pre her oven to 375 degrees. Aren't we all? But it was over 800 degrees and getting hotter. Police arrived to discover the woman had been reading the stove's clock. Ding, 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 ding. This is true, really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.